This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. A few things have happened. Of course, the Australian Prime Minister's in Queenstown, I think, with the uh, New Zealand Prime Minister. Any comment on that or anything you could expect to come out of it? I doubt there'll be much come out of it. It'll be just a show session for Jacinda. She'll be talking about uh, the refugees and things like that and trying to get um, Australia to change their policy, but it'll have no effect. And, um, you know, in the, in the end, Australia's doing what it does and we do what we do. And um, I think it, it's good that they're meeting. You yeah, know, sure. I think that's, that's, um, that's positive, but I don't think there'll be anything uh, major that comes out of it that... You know, um, yeah, we'll change the dial today. I doubt. Right, fair enough too. Of course, the budget came out uh, last week, and uh, have you got any comments on that? Any thoughts? Well, it's a pretty terrible budget. You know, if you if you do want to contrast the two countries, Australia New Zealand, you look at Australian budget um, was all about uh, encouraging people to work hard, get ahead. It was yep. all about you know investment infrastructure, tax, um, you know, and just making sure their economy is strong going forward. Uh, and they borrowed a lot at the same time, like sure. we are, uh, to keep it going. But it was all about making sure the country can earn more money in the future to pay for that borrowing. Yeah. Whereas in New Zealand, we borrowed a lot, but we just spent it on increased benefits. And, um, you know, you just can't do that as a country and expect to be a first world country. And, um, you know, it just put, like I think this government's putting us back as a country 10, 20 years. And, um, mm. you know, by the time we get in, it'll be. You know, it'll be so hard to reverse some of those things and change them. So, sure. um, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, it, it makes it very difficult to um, create a growing economy uh, when you've got, you know, like like if you want to look at the infrastructure, that sort of stuff, we'd want to reverse the changes that they've made around infrastructure where they cancelled roads, like in the Waikato, for example. Yep. Um, and, you know, there, there's nothing in the budget about those Waikato roads. And that's the point of difference where we would have done that investment. And, you know, when you get back into government, it becomes hard to do those things uh, when the reality is they've spent a lot of money on um, on stuff like that isn't productive for the country going forward. So uh, I just think that, uh, you know, the, that budget was a, a great opportunity missed for New Zealand and uh, was a situation where we... Uh, just consigned ourselves to more years of uh, increased debt with no income ability to pay it off. Fair enough, I hear what you're saying. Uh, somebody said to me that uh, there's nothing in the budget for pensioners. Any well, comments? Nothing, yeah, well, there, there's nothing special in the budget for pensioners, but pensioners do best, best when average wages go up, and average wages go up because the pension is tied to that. Right. And so average wage goes up when you have a strong economy. Um, average wage doesn't go up where you're just trying to redistribute money right. um, from one sector to the other. So, um, But the person that said that would have probably said it in the context of thinking there should be something specific for them in the budget. Yes. But the reality is it actually hurts pensioners, that budget, because um, it doesn't encourage average wages to go up because it's not a pro-growth budget. It's a um, distribution redistribution budget. And, uh, yeah, so the right... The, that person saying that they don't get any gain from it. 
Right, fair enough, okay. Yes, I wondered about that and I thought I'd bring it up and let you have a look at that there. Uh, so far, our COVID program seems to be going pretty good. We haven't got any uh, major uh, things in our country at the moment. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's going well. The, the vaccination's very poor at the moment and that's the crucial thing. We should be doing that. Uh-huh. see what's happening around the world, you know, countries that we thought of that, you know, had been in a nice position, you know, have now found that they've had outbreaks. So yeah. it can happen anywhere, anytime. So to think that you, um, we can coast through, it's not going to happen. We need to get that vaccination roll out up there. Okay. And this government hasn't done that. They, they haven't delivered on that. And, um, you know, that's really putting our country at a, at a point where the public are at, um, under great risk from yes. a, um, a government that hasn't done the rollout. And so if you look at um, Australia, for example, OK, you get a few cases coming to Melbourne every so often. Yep. Um, but that's because it's the gateway to Europe, I guess, for Australia. You know, you know the big Emirates flights yeah. and that, they come into to Melbourne. You know, that's where a lot of people are coming into the country from hotspots around the world and so mm. it's got more risk there and um, also the, the state government there hasn't done as good a job as say the Sydney um, state government so uh, but you know effectively you know look at places like Queensland, uh, Western Australia, you know Tasmania haven't had very many outbreaks at all no. and they're sort of comparable to New Zealand. Fair enough, too. And, of course, Tasmania can cut itself off very effectively. Well, so can we. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the point. That's, that's the point, isn't so it? Lucky. Yeah. yeah. Now, housing, of course, is still a big issue. Did you feel there was anything particular in the budget with regard to housing? No, well, it's it's the same talk. Are we going to build more houses? Are giving more money to Maori housing? All that stuff. Well, you know, that's all great, but... You know, you look in Hamilton, for example, we need to have a more high-density housing around the inner city. Yep. Um, there was nothing in there to assist with that. Uh, you know, if you look at Hamilton, the boundaries are so tight that um, we don't have the ability to grow as a city out, and there's that land to the north of the city that could be into the city. So um, government could have done something about that. Yep. You know, and they're just doing nothing practical. It's a lot of rhetoric, a lot of talk, a lot of, oh, we wish we could do this, and this is what we want to do. That's what politicians uh, do, isn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and what we need is action, and, um, and they're real light on action. And um, and when they do act, it's normally just with a stroke of a pen because they know that's all they can do because yep. uh, they don't have to actually do anything. They just have to make a rule up, and that's about the limit of it. Fair enough. Okay, and uh, of course the big thing in Hamilton was the hacking of the uh, DHB. I don't suppose we can blame the government for that, but that's a pretty big thing on our doorstep, isn't it? Oh, totally, it's the government's fault. But, um, <laughs> the, um, well, no, seriously, the, the, yeah, if you're in the banking sector, you've got rules saying okay. how you've got to have cyber security, you know, you've got to spend a lot of money on it, you've got to do all these things. Yep. And yet we don't put those rules on our health system. Right, you know, yeah, okay. Um, and government does set those rules. So, uh, you know, government could say to those health boards, you need to have this kind of level of cyber security. It doesn't do that. And so that's a deficiency in our system. And it's something that's built up over many years. I'm not saying, you know, we were perfect in that regard either. But um, the thing is that, you know, the attacks on um, health boards things like that are becoming more prevalent yes you know and uh you know the the systems around 
uh, technology are becoming much more prevalent and and I think you know it's something that's growing and we need we should be um, you know making sure that we've got that investment to make sure that we protect um, you know that mm. part of the New Zealand health service and, Understood. Uh, yep. and it just hasn't happened and the government hasn't put a directive out to do that it hasn't invested in the health system so it's most specifically for that and uh, you know that's the end result so it is the government's fault mm. and uh, they could have done something more about it but they haven't and uh, anything else on your agenda David you'd like to speak about this morning oh well we're back to Wellington this week so uh-huh. um, it'll be continuing the budget talk yes um, and just really just showing how deficient that budget is and um, you know there's nothing in it for Hamilton and the Waikato and uh, you know you've got two MPs here in Hamilton and uh, for Labour and we're just getting nothing out of it. So, you mm. know, yeah, like there's no, no roading, no infrastructure. Um, so I don't know where they are. For more episodes, use the AccessMedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.